0: programming, back to our normal times, and back to our full schedule. So, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you so much for supporting us through our holiday schedule. I know it was different, and I know sometimes it's a little testy when you're like, I thought we had church tonight. No, we don't have church. I thought we weren't having church, but we are having church. I know how that is. But we're back to normal right now, and I say, praise God. It's 2023, and we've still got work to do because Jesus hasn't come back yet. But you know what? He's coming back soon. Amen? And we need to get ready, and we need to get on fire, and we need to get out in the Baptist city, sharing the gospel, bringing the good news to those that are lost, those that are hurting, those that are sick, those that are caught up in captivity, and those that have bought the lie of the devil. And we need to bring them truth. And by the way, the Bible tells us Jesus is the truth. Amen. He's the way, and He's the life. So we have work to do, and we've got a little bit more time. How much time do we have? I don't know. Know so this. He's coming soon. And when he comes, I want to hear those words. Well done, thou good, and faithful saint. Yes, Yeah, and so I want you to be there with me. That is my job. That's what I want to do. And I want you to be there with me in that. Well, good morning to you, and welcome to Washington Avenue Baptist Church. If you're joining with us online, we want to welcome you as well. And as you consider being a part of our sanctuary here in the morning, experience what Father God is doing with God the Spirit is doing, what God the Son is doing at Rockland, to come and be a part of that. If you're joining us for the first time in the sanctuary, send out a little different card you'll find it in front of you. Offering place. it off place a We can have a record of your business. We greatly appreciate that. In the meantime, let me tell you a little bit about what's going on at Rockland. We have a lot going on today. We will be observing the ordinance of baptism. And so that is a beautiful time in the life of a believer, and you'll get to see more about that here in a minute. But we do have some upcoming events. Number one, today, 4 o'clock, if you're on the ministry team, you need to be in our meeting today. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It should go really quick, and we'll go from right from there into 4.30 choir practice. And so I've been asked to tell you, if you're on the choir uh, and want to be a part of that, they will be starting to look their Resurrection Day Cantata. So you need to be there at 4.30 sharp. start. You need to start listening to that. So understand, they already have a CD, and already have begun work in that. And you know what? April 9th is just around the corner now. Know that, and so get ready for that when Resurrection Day comes. So be in prayer about that. If you want to start singing with us in that cantata, you need to be at this practice at Four service day. That's going be in choir with today at 6 o'clock tonight at 6 o'clock We have our evening worship services. If you're invited to come be a part of that. And let me tell you, you don't want to miss that sermon. Come and be a part, Worship with us in that. Uh, Monday morning, church, uh, there will be some ladies gathering together that will help out undecorating the church system include that Wednesday uh, afternoon, so if you're interested in that, all you have to do is show up about 10 o'clock uh, tomorrow, and you can help the ladies there, and if you're not available but available on Wednesday, you to show up a little bit before services on the Wednesday afternoon to finish up, uh, so we'll be knocking that out and, and undecorating the church and the away a the situation. Get ready for Resurrection Day, so I'll consider being a part of that. Church Tuesday, Ladies Bible Study. more members said I'd like to speak a little bit about this man Our Lady, Father, study, upcoming, don't forget, Wednesday, in February, really right here at the sanctuary. It's next to shine head that up. It's going very happy to have you trained with her. 1130, so you can get involved in that. Don't forget, Wednesday. to do a Bible study right here at at 630. So here's something different, though. Friday the 13th, so we're going to have that huge fundraiser. It's going to be a game show night. So what we're doing is we're going to have a hamburger bar. So we're going to buy some hamburgers, and you get to build your own hamburger however you want it. You are going to have some baked potatoes. You get to build your baked potatoes however you want it. And then we're going to have some ice cream. curtain you get to build your own ice cream sundae. So it's a hamburger bar, a potato bar, and a Sunday bar. And so that's going to be a fundraiser to help our kids go to winter camp. Uh, that's coming up in February. Plate. It's uh you go get your hamburger, you get your potato, get your Sunday. Uh if you're a child and I don't remember the age you we have down the child, but I think it's under the like five dollars. And so and kids that are like four number or five, number like three. So come and be a part of that at five the first Um, so we're not selling tickets but we would appreciate you let us know if we kids be there so we can have enough. Want a hamburger? That's fine. We're we'll still have one for you. If so one we'll want a table, that's fine. We'll still have one for you as well. So, I'll carefully consider being a part of that Friday the 13th raised. All right. With that being said, I've just found out through the text that our admin team will be moving from the 21st to the 14th. That help me out. Praise God in that. As on the 21st, I'll be marrying my second son right here in the sanctuary. So, pray for me. Amen. <laughs> I actually, pray for Kaylee. that, but she's like, I don't know if I can live with this guy as my father or law We shall see. I am bribable. I'm telling you that right now. All right. Um, Yes, ma'am. We'll be going. It's going to be a lot of fun. I am in need of a male chaperone. I'm like going to go to most of the time. I am we need of a male chaperone to take my So we out it's not the food that so we need we will to finish the whole camp, but they won't let uh, the group stay without it. So uh, be in prayer about that. If you're interested in that, you do need to male to help fill in that place. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it for our upcoming announcements. But do have a special video from San Baptist Church Nursery and please be blessed in this system else in my party, y'all. It's coming.
1: Let's open up with a word of
0: prayer, and then as we pray you please rise and welcome one another. Father God, we come to you now in Jesus' name. Lord God, thank you for this. Time. Thank you for the opportunity and the ability to be in your house, Lord. And we just ask you right now to put each and every one of them, that you love, you peace, you join yourself among us. And I pray, Lord God, that we worship you today, worship you in you can spirit. In your name be walking, in your name of Magic. Lord, Lord, I pray that you do to those that are out today sick, those that are out of family work, and those Father God's wisdom. Love you, thank you, the praise, and give you all the glory, even now, keep meaningfully saved. So please rise and welcome one another. Do you see? I have another announcement I can share with you. Church, this is Miss Peggy Norman. Peggy has come and she has put Jesus in her heart. And she is wanting to make that public to you today. She wants to declare that the public session. And comes. she says, I need to get baptized. Just so happens, I'm baptizing today. So, she actually received Christ when she was about 30, she took this off for that many years. And so, if you, uh, (laughs) amen, Brother Joe, Brother Joe's a ladies' man, true and true, no doubt about it. If you're going to support her in that, and love her in that, pray for her in that, would you say amen? In that case, we're going to get her in the lineup today, what do you think about that? Blessed be the name of the Lord. You've got to go get help. She'll be baptized into the ministry. We're we'll obviously stand to be baptized. So please pray for her. Pray that I'll be a good pastor for her. And pray that she'll get plugged into the ministry. So, yes, I'll go. That includes Admiral team, well, team to twelve twenty eight and seventeen to twenty eight. Praise God. All right, thank you. In that case I got some baptism to do. Go to Mark. However, if you feel so fine, sing with us. It's going to be on page 448. for him, but it's just posted on the walk with me. In fact, we need this out
1: close to Thee, just a closer walk with Thee. Let it be Jesus. Granite Jesus is my
0: Well, good morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So good to see each every one of you. Thank you for singing with me in that. Needed your help, I did. <laughs> you know, uh, Father God did not make me a music minister. He made me a preacher. Amen. No, people ask me all the time, Pastor, if you could trade your college, what would it be? Music minister. I'm telling you, there is no greater joy than worship in the Lord. Amen. You ever woke up in the morning just praising God? You ever woke up singing this praise? You ever woke up, you were dreaming about praying, and you woke up actually praying? You ever been there before? There is nothing sweeter than when you wake up singing, glory, hallelujah, to the King. Amen? There's nothing greater than that. There's no better feeling than praising the Lord. Unless somebody comes to know Jesus. That's the greatest feeling in the world. It's my prayer this morning. But if you don't know Jesus, you will come to know Jesus. Well, if you have your Bibles with you, turn to, read to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7. Gospel of Luke, chapter 7. Now this morning's message is, Make the Dead Alive. That goes starting a series this morning on making the dead alive. We're going to take a look at some resurrections in the New Testament, make the dead alive. And we're going to see how that applies to our lives. But what do you think, though? When a non-believer thinks about the name of Jesus, what do you think they think? What do you think they hear? What goes through their mind when they hear the name of Jesus? What do you think pops in their head? Do you think maybe it's love? That's what most people think. I want to hear Jesus say, love, 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 love. And I want you to know something. Biblically, love is. I'll think about love. Love, love. God loves us. Yes, He does. He loves you so much that sin is only begotten sun funded. if you will repent of your sin, you should be saved. Love. The other thing that pops to their minds is forgiveness. I think that pops to everybody's mind. It pops to your mind when I think about Jesus' forgiveness. See, I know where I came from. And I know what he did for me. And I will be forever, eternally grateful. He saved me from a life. He saved me from a world of guilt. He saved me from a future in hell. And I am so grateful for what He did. He took me. He took me by the hand. He led me. He guided me. He directed me. And 30 years later, I stand in front of you today, testify. He is good. He is kind. He is wise. He is healing. He's forgiving. And He can take you and change you and make you even better than I am. Forgiveness. The other thing that pops to the non believing minds is miracles. We all love miracle, don't we? I love miracles too. We all do. I love it when I turn on the TV to the preachers on TV, and all they ever want to talk about is miracles. And the miracle they always talking about is getting your next bill paid miraculously. God, give me my rent money. You know, I don't see that very often in the As it happens, I bet. I don't see it very often god God given us a job to do. What's the job? Go to work. true. Sure. Don't be mad at me. You're supposed to. Miracles. People think of miracles like mute speaking. That's one of the miracles that come through my mind and I think sometimes it comes through the minds of unbelievers. Mute. Mute. I don't know about you, but when you read stories like uh, Elizabeth and her husband Zechariah, remember who is stuck mute and can't speak? You know, that woman was praising God for nine months. I didn't hear him complain one time. Whatever I cooked was really fine, you know. <laughs> for the first time, when he said whatever for dinner, he meant it. Amen. But Jesus would give the power to speak back. He did. Back one time, he reached out and to touched the tongue. He said, the tongue. He, he He, who could not speak, could speak. He also gave the power Holding on to the ideas of Jesus will have peace in the world. Wrong. You want peace, you must repent. You want peace, you've got to let Him change peace. The other thing they think about all the time is joy. In fact, churches like to use that as a draw cause for salvation. You know, come to Jesus, you'll have peace, love, and joy. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says if you come to Jesus, you'll have trials, tribulations, and tribulation. We forget about that. Why? Because your flesh is going to want to do what the world thinks And the devil's going to bank on that and say, I bet you I can get you to fight on the conviction And the spirit downside of you is going to say, Don't do that. That grieves God's spirit. And you're going to be at war, at trouble for the rest of your life. Saying, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I shouldn't do that. And oh my goodness, I did it. <laughs> Peace. Joy. Them to draw too. I don't think we need that in the New Testament church. If you come to Jesus, you'll we'll be happy. Our Bible says if you'll we'll come to Jesus, you will be forgiven. Forgiveness. I think those are all fruits of salvation. God's Spirit makes us loving, happy, peaceful, faithful, faithful, self-control. And I think those are legitimate fruits. But I don't think it's legitimate to use those that draw cards for what do I think it would take for someone to get saved? They've got to understand what sin is. Sin is an offense, not against me, not against the state of Texas, not against the church. It's against God. You have offended God. You've broken His commandments, His law. Literally, there he is. The judgment coming. There he is, the So, we preach. that you are saved by grace through faith. you, God, what? In other words, there's nothing you can do to earn it. You can't give enough money. You can't do enough good things. You can't act happy enough. Okay, so what? A person who's more hypocritical than the next hypocritical doesn't make him change. Well, I guess I mean, you, really a you can be as hypocritical as you want. You can change. You can be arranged. You can lie to yourself and lie to everyone around you. But keep that aside until you repent and trust in Jesus. You know, Jesus. Speaking of beauty, somebody gave me some today. I cannot wait to try to You know who you are, and I'm going to say God bless you. You know what? Somebody else last week gave me some salsa, and you know who you are. Let me say God bless you. churches today where they're not grounded in the Word, and they're talking about uh, you can blame your person here we'll resurrect from the dead. Now I'm telling you you've seen some of those weirdos out there. You ever heard of some of those weirdos? You know, David correct Jim Jones, I can go on and on. You will find that if you will look into their past, they were sad products of the modern gospel. What's the modern gospel? Say a prayer and you're going to heaven. That's not the biblical gospel. The biblical, biblical gospel is you repent and trust in Jesus. But the prayer. The prayer has to come as you can. When you understand, you agree. And that's the difference. incident, people have to whatever see it such an influx that people didn't say about them. We're beginning to understand. It's not a religious duty, it's not a religious commitment. It is being born of faith. It is being changed inside. The gospel will change you. Amen? Not only will it change you. It will give you purpose, And you'll find out when you surrender to the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, Then you will find out. And you will start having the joy you've been looking for. The peace you've been looking for. You'll have purpose you've never had. Back up all that. Really. I believe you're about to think of resurrection all the time. All, out of all the miracles that Jesus performed, and believe me, he performed a lot of them. If you're a gospel of John reader, you're going to read that, uh end this gospel, he says, if I were to write a book about everything that Jesus did and said, there's not enough room in the world for all the books be all the miracles he's performed, resurrection is the one that's most talked about in churches and in non christian circles. In fact, forming many funeral roles, I've had people say that, "Would God resurrect my loved one. I asked the people. I said, well, I hope not, because I don't want to watch it I had one baby say, oh, well, I wish God would go ahead and kill me. And I didn't know how to respond to that. And I said, well, it would be convenient to go right here and have kill of them. That was when I was a young minister, Suffered from what I call foot in the mouth disease. Said, man, that would be convenient. We wouldn't even have to call to her. She was not a Christian. She said, you become a Christian? one of us have an appointment to death. Christians not. This, body not. this body will not. This body will not kill. If you're going to find that resurrection is the one most talked about. It's also the least Two times those resurrections were attributed to Jesus. Just three times. And we're going to look at the book over the next three weeks. Two times for God alone and the answer to the by that is that Jesus is God. Two times to Elisha, Elisha. He said, who's Elisha? Well, he's the understanding of Elisha. Elijah. Isn't that confusing? Elisha. Elisha. Two times to Elisha. One time Elijah one time to the Apostle Peter one time and the Apostle Peter one time and the Apostle Peter. He said, are they? Now? I'm so glad you're asked. He's a The widow of Barakas' son, that's 1 Corinthians 17, 22. That's 2 Corinthians 17, and the Yacht. It's a young man. He's a young man. He's a young man. He's My people still look for him every Passover. They set a table for him called the Table of Elijah, and they sing the Coming back to redeem us, to take us from the arms of tyranny and into the arms of the they're still for them. They're they're to them. So sad it still breaks my heart. That they don't know. If the one named John the Baptist says, They don't know that the Messiah they've been waiting for came in the blessed and holy name of Jesus Christ. He came, He is, He was. In fact, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is still Israel's Messiah. Second one, the white women He was that lucky guy who they were getting ready to bury in the Philistines' attack. And as they're digging his grave, they knock a hole into Elisha's oh, grave. And his bones come out. And they throw the dead guy in there, saying, we got to get ready to defend us." And when he touches the bones, well, he comes back alive. I don't know about you, but that gets me thinking. All those people that owed him money, they were sad that day.
1: What do you mean he was
0: dead? <laughs> That's in 2 Kings 13, years. We it not means, and aim, and it we Luke that's 5, We'll that next week, last yeah. John All three of those attributed to the son of God. The end, we're going to find out Matthew 27, 52, 53, that at Jesus' Christ, Death, many things to resurrect. Shouldn't get to God alone. For the Lord Jesus Christ resurrected on the first day, verse 10 and 9. God tells us that you believe in your heart and believe the God that God has raised him from the dead. The Lord Jesus Christ, God. better known as. My personal favorite residential it? story of a young man named Unicus who falls asleep while his pastor sleeps, and that should be a warning. Unicus! Max 20, verse 12, he falls asleep and falls out of the third story window. And Papa Paul goes down there and prays, and he gets up and funny is, that's one of the things they say, give us something there's got to eat. Thinking, be something we need to So most people think about resurrection when they think about living, when they think about Jesus, whether it's a Christian, whether it's a feast, not, even though it's by far one of the deep happenings of liberty. the feasting, if we can apply these things to our lives. Let's open the verse Father, we come to you today in Jesus' name. I to thank you for your word. I want to thank you, Father God, for those that have surrendered to you today and publicly of us by being that It's not prayer, Father God, there will be those who are emboldened in and encouraged by that today, that they need to ask you to their heart, to do the and we need to follow You in life. I Also, pray, Lord, you speak to us as we look into your word, I hope so. have to do something. There's going to be anyone who needs something. Those who trust the Lord and Savior. Anyone, Father God, that needs a, a miracle in their heart, a miracle in their life, a miracle in their faith, Oh, God. The direction they do that is to bless you, praise you, and thank you. So people ask me all the time, Pastor, where is Na'im? Where is Na'im? Well, I've got your little map up here to take a look at. I fell in love with this map. because It's really easy to read. I love the big orange arrow. It's been that's how I want my map. I've been spoiled over the last couple of years. I don't even have to look at a map anymore. I pull out my phone and say, Hey Google, I wanna go here. And it'll take you there. It'll even tell you where the toll roads are. It'll tell you if there's a cop heading up to so a now, baby. That's spoiled right there. So we have a picture of Naeem. you take a look right above Naeem, you'll find massive you can do up that. I'll give you something that's too long for those of you who are theologians, perhaps you look throughout the Bible, and you're looking for that particular... Good for our madness. Now, what does not mean? A I ain't that same article, not. Not how you start to prayer. no. For instance, if you had watched that old movie, The Prince of Egypt, and I'm that animated story of Moses they had some of the greatest soundtracks out there, didn't they? Great music in it. We have one song, stand the middle of for something good to happen, but it's not happening. You feel like you're in the city Look with me now, please, in Luke chapter seven, Let's look at verse 11 to 17. The Bible says, now it happened. Love Luke's prepositions, and love how he starts. Now it happened The day after that he went into a city called Nineveh's many of the disciples went with him. He came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man is being carried out. Luke puts a description into it. Because he understands the change of the He understands death, he's a change the same A dead man is being carried out. That's just in case you have any doubt. Maybe he was smooth or passed out or something. Maybe he ate too much topple a bell, right? No, but no, no, no. a dead man is being carried out. The only Dead man was being carried out. One son's mother, and she was a widow of a large town. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep." But so, 14, when he came to the of the open pocket, he And that's probably he said, 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 this almost He like a uh, table that He said, 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 almost like you see paramedics get you know, out of the anger. So in the old-fashioned paramedics, when they put wheels on them, they would have to carry that four-handled uh, screwball, if you will, like a cow. A beer. these are the ones. He touched you. Say, well, I want you to say, why did you touch me? And they're
1: coming to He came and he
0: touched me up the top and then those who carry them stood still, said, young man, So, he who was dead sat up in the air and and he presented, again those two James again. to say, he gave his money, and surrendered to him, and So, 16 and all, and they glorified God, saying, a great prophet has risen up the numbers, and God has visited his people. And this report about him went throughout all Judea and all the surrounding regions. And so, this is the best picture I think I can find of what that looks like. They were on their way from the little city, the little hopeless town called Na'in, a city that had no hope, that were praying, Help us, provide for us. We can't take care of ourselves. We need help. We need a new mayor. We need a new police chief. We need a new postmaster. We need a doctor to come into our city. We are broke. We are unnoticed. And Imperial Rome stays away from us. But well, here comes Jesus with his disciples. And they are walking from. Actually, walking out of the Galilee area and moving up toward Nine, and as they come and go into a funeral procession. A Jewish funeral procession is not like ours. Ours are quiet and they somber, and you may hear somebody crying, but this Jewish funeral procession was a little bit different. That means people were wailing and weeping, and people were crying, and they were walking, and somewhere in that funeral procession was the, lonely, I'm the loneliest moment in the world. Husband anymore. He's dead. He's widowed. On top of that now, the only son passed away. I think that's a pity for A widow. You think right now, when you get on TV, they're like, equal pay for equal work? Let me tell you, that was nothing compared to what she was going to. She got paid very little for what she could do. She had to find somebody willing to pay for her. Not just that, but her skills would have been feeble at that. Point. She would have been clean, she would have been washing, she would have been cooking, or something of that nature. Very little could she provide, because she did not, by most of law at that time, could not, Owned the house. Now, She She couldn't. Her husband would have owned it. And now that he passed away, that means the nearest debtor would have picked it up. And that's Jewish. And if she's Jewish, then her husband... Yes, there is. It's a departure from a right and a move to what's wrong. As we seek to legalize drugs, as we seek to use drugs to try to replace God, as we seek to try to legalize the murdering of our own children, we seek to try to normalize adultery, fornication, divorce. We seek to try to make it normal when deep down inside it's offensive to God. No. Hope out of the city of Naive. Way the place of death. Very such. Unique the Lord of life. Can you see the polar opposite now? As There's no hope, woe is me, possession, moving towards a funeral place. Love, joy. How many of you watch the chosen? I think they do very well at showing Jesus and the disciples laughing. People say, Jesus didn't laugh he did. He also cried. You know what else he did? He yawned. We don't want them in our schools anymore. We don't want them with our children. But then let something bad happen. Did you watch TV the past couple of weeks? Now, I'm going to preach on my soapbox in just a minute, so forgive me for this, but I love the National Football League, and I love watching football. Let me just go ahead and put it out there. I love the Dallas Cowboys. Some of you saying amen right now. Some of you are like, uh, we're firing that pastor today. However, while watching some of these games, one of those players collapsed on the field. So you watched it, and out of a sudden, it went from being illegal to pray to everybody, please pray. And you can notice the difference. The difference is, is we don't want God around. We don't want God to be a part of things until we want him to fix something. And we see the same thing in our families today, the same thing in our marriages today, the same thing in our churches today. God, stay out of our business. We don't want you around until somebody's getting ready to die. Then I'll oh, start praying. The What's the question? to happen? that safety safety, ended up passing away. How many people would be like, God, you didn't hear our prayer. It happens all the time. You want to know why we have so many school students today? Well, we took God out of our school. That's what happens when you tell God to get out. You took God out of your marriage. No wonder it's falling apart. You took God away from your children. No wonder they're confused and don't know what restroom to use. We took God out of our politics. And so help me, we don't know right from wrong anymore. We're freeing child molesters. We're giving bail uh, free to those that hurt, murder, and maim. And we're taking the law by these situations. Because we told God, yeah, He comes to good Hopeless. No hope. Nothing but fear. So, so I'm going to go this way. if I get to talk it's okay? number one no matter no matter how bad you think it is. you know what I can hear my mother whispering in my ear you better be grateful boy because things can always be worse they can always get worse you don't believe me? You. you take a look at that widow it means you know what it couldn't get any worse for her and her boy could it Until the day that boy was like, Mom, I don't feel very good. It It most certainly can get worse. We can get worse here in the United States. You know, we're legalizing marijuana, opium, we're legalizing acid, methamphetamine, and we're trying to normalize it like it's a part of normal society. It's not normal society, that's a dependent society who cannot get themselves. And incidentally, when they start on one, they move to another, to another, to another, until the point where they've given up life, love, family, church, religion, and everything to chase that. drug. It it can get worse. No, it does it? Yes, it does. There is no exception. Check it out. Check it out for a second. When that widow, she must have been happy she had her son, her husband died, and I imagine they were sitting there and their family saying, it can't get any worse, can it? How are we going to pay our bills? Perhaps the boy was old enough to get a job. Perhaps he was old enough to support his family. Perhaps together they were all they had, and they were like, it can't get any worse. Until the day that boy passed away, now the widow's headed to somewhere. She's headed somewhere we all have to go to. She's headed to the cemetery. She's headed one point is we are all headed there. No matter what you've done, no matter how good you were, how bad you were, every one of us has that appointment with death. The difference is, are you going to meet Jesus? Here comes the widow of name. She has no hope. She has no joy. Everything about her is hurt, is pain, is tears, and she is walking. She comes across living life. She comes across water, living water. She comes across he who can fix her pain, he who can heal her heart. And there he comes up the road. And you know what, church? My Bible says he reaches out and touches that coffin. And I've often asked myself, why did he do that? Perhaps it was just a, a signal to say, stop carrying for a second. I want to talk here. But the point is, he touched it. And my point to you this morning is, if we don't, Stop when Jesus touches us then we're going to keep on going down to the cemetery and miss the blessing, the resurrection he has for us. Some of us, you just feel that touch. You have felt that touch. And you didn't stop. You just kept on walking. You just kept on walking. Said, no, no, this is where I want to be. You know what? Some of us never been there before? Jesus has plainly touched you. Plainly spoken to you, plainly revealed something to you. You say, I'm going to stay on this path of brokenheartedness, of sorrow, of infidelity, of addiction, of pain and misery because I love being miserable. You ever met somebody like that? I bet you have. You live in I bet you have. Some folks just love being miserable, don't they? You ever heard that old saying before? Misery loves company. And let me tell you something. They like to make you miserable right the with them, don't they? You need know, to learn to do what the will do. Jesus touched you. Perhaps you're on your way to a funeral right now, you're on your way to where you know you're going. And right now because Jesus didn't you know, touch me, I'm telling you. Jesus. I'm telling you Jesus to say, God, I want to talk to you and what, just like the will is naive, and Jesus touches you, better. Better stop. You know where you're going, and you had better. decisions, are you going to stop when Jesus touches you? Because so when you stop, Jesus touches you, you'll experience life. Love, peace, joy, forgiveness, you'll experience new life, you'll experience heaven. Look at the top three guys, message today. Jesus gave him more back to his life. How many you know is He it for adulthood. He created it. And through the power of God, and God's forgiveness, you have a family of Some of you have a brand new family because through God you were able to Going and Jesus reached out and brought life back back into our homes, back into our communities. I wonder what joy that woman had. In fact, I wonder why we don't know her name. I don't know about you, but I think I would love to have written her name down. Her name was Salome. You say, Pastor, I've been waiting for him. And we challenge the touch of caution. I believe in this. I'm the I know where I'm going. And I need to know a can great life. We talked about the widow of Name, Zoby so Loken. What we don't really talk about is the boy. Say, a boy like name heart, speak to your soul, saying arise, come up out of this sin, come up out of that death and walk in life and in newness and resurrection with a brand new family, in the house of God, with God's people, where there's life, where there's joy, where there's liberty, oh my goodness, there's a whole host A brand new brothers and sisters. And you know what else you get when you become a Christian? You get the Holy Spirit. And when you get the Holy Spirit in your life, then you start loving the things you hated. And you start hating the things you loved. And you find your life rearranged. You find it changed. And to this day, I can't stop marveling. He changed me. He made me new. Because... A church home if so you're willing to come and be a member of Robert Stanley Baptist Church. You say, Pastor, I need to follow through with baptism and perhaps you say, Pastor, I need to rededicate myself because I've fallen away. And I want to come to to back. I'm gonna have a word of prayer she spoke to you this morning. I'm gonna ask you to humble yourself and come to be a part of the children. Father, I come to now Jesus saying, I want to thank you, Lord God, for your word. I Ask you to take charge right now. There'll be anyone, Lord God. Dead and in the hospital, We let's save you today, Lord. They feel some life, they feel life Touch them, Lord God. And I pray that they would rise up as they hear you say, Sit up, arise. And I pray, Father God, you present them to your family, to your children, to those who serve you, Lord God. And I pray that you be glorified. Talking about that, most of you, and you be a part of our family. You need to be dedicated to let's save you. And give you the praise, honor, and glory the saved. Savior is waiting. Come on. He is waiting. Come on. Thank you. Church in the morning worship, Don't forget, you're going to at 4 o'clock. Don't forget, 5 o'clock at four o'clock. Don't forget, Eagle worship at 6 o'clock. So you want to be there and you'll be aware, sure, right? You'll be a part of that. Don't forget, uh, Lady Father's Study, Tuesday at nine thirty and at 6 Don't forget, on a Duesday evening, you're to be at 6 Don't forget, you fundraiser Friday at, I think that's at 6 o'clock, Hamburger Bar. Come and get a hamburger. Support me if you're going to get a hamburger. Still press that we also need some help in the music department. We I mean, do need uh, a feeling that's help us on Sunday evening, which is really nice to teach you and talk about that as well. Uh, in the meantime, my goodness, uh, there's lots of things going on. You can join us at the on Friday, and you can get involved in our outreach here to Compton. to have new here at Rockcadley.com. The next one we're about to do is for our fire department, which we going to be a person that as well. So, have to uh, new things are happening next. new Bible study starting on the 23rd it's going to focus in on the, the book of Ruth and the, the book of Esther. We're going to look at Christ and his bride, the Gentile bride, which would be the church. That's a new thing to look at. We're interested in that. We're interested in the part of that. we will find a sign meetings. It's going to be there the 23rd at 6 o'clock, Monday evening. So, uh, some neat thing happening right there. Uh, I think that's... Mike Norman. he's been busy with us for quite a while. He comes this morning and said God is telling him to be a member of Walking Baptist back to Captain Business. His wife gets baptized this morning. <laughs> so he comes and he says, God is calling him. Here. You're gonna love him and care him to support him in that decision and say that. What? An just to That's a Come on up. She coming this morning. Her, pray for us before the next thing. Would you say amen? Amen. So make sure you come by and hug these people, the let them know that, that God is uh working in their lives and God's working in your life, you can be praying for so them and keep their steps. Hold on that. You know, Cole, just a cold boost. Cole comes this morning, he says, I need to and my life. If you're gonna love him, support him and pray for him in that. Would you say amen? Alright, we'll be watching him and we'll see what God does in this life. He's got a desire to be baptized. and So, let's we'll see what God does with that in the future. And you trust me, I'll see that. Thank <laughs> oh you so much. Oh, God, trust me in that, bro. Alright. Woo! God is good, isn't He? Amen. In that case, I don't know about y'all, but I'm willing to go So, let's close with a word of prayer.